we a big belated delayed welcome back to the Resilience Institute podcast for 2023. Let's call it season two. So we're in episode one, season two. And my apologies for the delay in getting back to the podcast. But from here on out, I plan on doing two a week and even introducing some guests and doing some video podcasts this year. So um, it's going to be well worth the wait. And I hope you all had a great holiday season, enjoyed plenty of time off. And by now, you would probably well and be truly back in routine. So hope you're smashing all your goals already and having a bit of fun along the way. And Today, I'm going to give a bit of an update from me in terms of changes to the Institute and the way I run my services, along with an update of my goals and what you can expect to see from me in 2023. I'll also go over my new focus and what I'm working towards and how that can benefit you. So let's get stuck in. So as I've mentioned, I've now got a mentor and we're redoing just about everything. So that's exciting. And I always preach to people about getting help from those who are ahead of you or or they know more than you. And as you can see, I don't just say it for the sake of it. I know by getting this help and investing in a mentor, I'm paying for speed. And what may take me two or three or maybe even four years to figure out, he can tell me in literally one or two weeks if that. And I'm already seeing the benefits. And one of the biggest things I've realized as I grow and develop is that I and, and even we, uh, we always n- know what needs to be done, but sometimes your own biases and beliefs hold you back. And I always give this quote to my mentees in the mentorship group and also to my one-on-one regular uh, online rehab and training clients. It was said by a man named Steve Jobs, and I'm sure you've all heard that name a few times before. And he said, people think focus means saying yes to the thing you've got to focus on, but that's not what it means at all. It means saying no to the hundred other good ideas that there are, you have to pick carefully. And this is exactly what my mentor is helping me to do. And it's exactly what I help my mentees and clients with day to day. And you'd be amazed at how often someone just gets amazing results simply by subtracting things rather than adding or changing. So uh, with that, my new focus, or you could say niche, is pain the pain guy. And we'll get to that shortly. But first, I quickly wanted to update you guys on the Resilience Institute and Resilience Rehab and Performance Services uh, in general going forward. And sadly, the Institute will no longer be an official ongoing subscription service. Uh, I've updated all the members and it's now official. And with this, it it was kind of a big thing. And I was initially really stressed and upset and extremely uh, hesitant at the thought of doing such a big overhauls. I really wanted to create my own training app and I I had a lot of interest in it. And along with that, I also felt like I let a lot of people down. But again, uh, after talking to my mentor and after much deliberation and planning, um, I'm I'm really excited with this new route and, and really confident it will provide better results and higher satisfaction uh, for those training and rehabbing with the units. And again, with Mr. Jobs, People think focus means saying yes to the thing you've got to focus on, but that's not what it means at all. It means saying no to the hundred other good ideas that there are. You have to pick carefully. And we both discussed at length the best way or ways to provide my services and to help you achieve your goals and and, and people to get results and get out of pain and, and enjoy training and make progress. And we came to the conclusion that investing large amounts of time and money into building an app from scratch It just wasn't the best use of my expertise and experience at this stage of my career. And is it a good idea? Yes. But was it the best idea and the one I should focus on the most to help the most amount of people avoid all the bullshit uh, and the rest that is out there today? No. So as a result, 
We've transitioned the training portion of the Institute to Team Builder, and I'll elaborate on this shortly. Um, the education, educational videos and the content will remain as I think that's still a huge part of long-term success and adherence in training and I'll continue to upload as much content as possible, but the training templates, they'll become number one priority in simply because it removes so many barriers to actually implementing the things people need to do. Like the institute, institute will remain, but it will become a secondary resource with the templates now becoming the first priority. So we went this route because not only will it improve outcomes and increase success for you guys, but it will also simplify the process and, and minimize that overwhelming feeling of having so many options and so many pieces of information to choose from. Like, again, that quote, it, it works with my business and what I'm doing, but it also works for people when they're trying to rehab and train and make progress that when they have so many bits of information and content and things to choose from, you get this paralysis by analysis and you you never actually get the job done or put enough effort in because you don't know what to put the effort into. So from now, the official services available, um, I'll still have my one-on-one, uh, one-off Zoom consults for, for when people need them. Um, I'll then have the non-personalized uh, training and rehabilitation uh, in the form of that purchasable team builder template. So That'll include complimentary three months access to the Institute um, and then the comprehensive package or, or um, training exercise physiology program where it's that one-to-one online coaching in the form of Resilience Elite um, and you get six months access to the Institute when you do that. And um, I'll then also have the mentorship still. So that's my educational service for coaches, practitioners and other uh, allied health professionals. And um, the early bird pricing actually just ended for round three, but um, as you're listening to this, you're obviously a loyal podcast listener. So if you've got this far and you still want to join the mentorship before April 1, um, just quote TRI Potty and I'll let you sign up at that rate. But um, don't go around shouting it to everyone. In terms of the TRI app, um, obviously that still remains a huge and important long-term goal of mine. But um, until then, Team Builder, it's an app. It's an established training platform trusted and relied upon by many high-level sporting associations like we're talking the All Blacks, Rugby Australia, the Oklahoma City Thunder in the NBA, like Chelsea, Arsenal in the EPL, and and so many more. And the point is that not only is this app already built and it's tested, it's ready to go, it's going to have so many more functions and features that I'll be able to provide in the long, in the in the short term. Sorry, like the same programs will be available, um, but there'll be new programs that I've added, um, especially a lower essentials and an upper essentials um, for rehab and getting moving well, and then um, obviously as you'll come to see, it'll be much easier to complete training um, and to track progress, take notes, log readiness and recovery and things like that and view exercise demos uh, and much more. So I'll also be creating communication channels uh, for each TRI program. So if you purchase a template, you'll get access to ask questions and post technique videos and and heaps more. So I'll also run Q&As from there, educational presentations and a bit more. So that's a bit of a major update on, on my side of things. Uh, but in terms of my actual focus personally moving forward as an exercise physiologist, my mentor also helped me realize like literally on our first call when we first hopped on, uh, I'll never forget it. We were going through everything um, and he made me realize that everything I talk about in some way or another relates back to pain, right? Like 
ways to perform exercises better, how to recover properly, education around anatomy and physiology, um, how to plan training, mindset, beliefs, expectations, uh, coping strategies, like the list goes on and on and on. But most importantly, I I think about pain so much when it comes to my clients and stuff and I, I know how important it is. And most importantly, like I want to help spread the message of what pain actually is. Um, and I need to emphasize like, this doesn't mean I can't help you or, or work with you if you aren't in pain. Like in order to help someone with pain, I need to be across all forms of training, rehab, health, fitness, um, parts of psychology and stuff, like being aware of those parts. And it's something you'd probably notice um, notice that I was already doing for a while if you've followed me for a while, like running, strength training, powerlifting, biomechanics, sprinting, sleep, um, food, stress management, inflammation, education, genetics, like all these things that I think about regularly and talk to my clients, especially um, regularly, are things that they all relate back to pain and, and either getting out of pain or trying to avoid pain as much as possible in the pursuit of health and performance. So um, like I need to know all of those things and I, and I will need to know even more in the future as I go down this complex rabbit hole of pain. Um, and what I didn't think about before having this epiphany was that even though I may have been good at a few things like um, yes, people thank me and they say I'm good at what I do and they appreciate my help and knowledge um, and the value I bring in each part of exercise physiology. But no one actually came to me f- and only me for a very specific problem. And it's like, yep, you're the guy for this. Let's rock and roll. Let's do it, right? Um, like I was acting and being seen as the, the jack of all trades, but no one really saw me as the master of any, right? And like have I trained NRL athletes and elite world uh, world long drive athletes and an international level super rugby player? Like I've done that. Yep, great. And I'm stoked to be able to help those people and work with those kind of athletes. But I want to like my vision is to create a long term brand and a business that actually revolves around one specific thing, right? And not only will that give me clarity in in the content I make and the study I do and things I spend time and energy on, but it'll also actually mean I become a master of something, right? Like, will I still be able to help people in other domains of performance and training? Of course. But being a master of one means I can hone in on my own focus and have clarity around what I need to study and what I need to improve on and things like communication, how I need to prescribe training. And that means when I work with those people that are deeply in need for improving or removing their pain, like I'm all over it right? And again, does this mean I couldn't before? Absolutely not. But when you focus on getting people out of pain, it also becomes a lot easier to structure structure training and lifestyle and all these things in a way that where we can avoid unnecessary pain and injury um, when we talk long term, right? So like if you, so if you're listening to this and you don't have pain and you still want to work with me, um, you've kind of just made the job twi- twice as easy and we can work towards keeping you pain and injury free um, whilst working towards your goal, be it performance or health or whatever it is. But in terms of what I want to do each and every day, um, now I want to become the pain guy and it's a passion of mine and I realize like I've always hated when people told to avoid exercise or foam roll or um, stretch and do all this other bullshit because they're in pain and they can't train or live properly. And in hindsight, it's all, like I said with the mentor, it's always related back to pain and getting people out of it. And again, like I'm going on a bit of a tangent, but um, 
just to give a quick summary as to why I find this so important, um, and, and it's slowly becoming, I wouldn't say common knowledge, but more more well known uh, in the health and fitness community. But pain is the is in simple terms, elevator pitch in one sentence. It's the brain's way of protecting you. That's it, right? It weighs up a million different things to determine if you need protection or not, right? Like, does it need to protect you? And when we define pain, it's an unpleasant sensory and emotional experience associated with or resembling that associated with actual or potential tissue damage, right? And two key words I want you to pay attention to in that definition is experience and potential, it is an experience, an experience the brain creates so that you, the human, stops what you are doing and takes action to assess that actual or potential damage. And again, whilst tissue damage and anatomy, physiology, uh, biomechanics, load, all those things can be and are common causes of pain, we do know now that other factors such as emotions and thoughts, beliefs, uh, stress, social support, past experience, and so much more will also play a main and significant role in the perception of pain. And keyword perception, the ability to hear, see, or become aware of something through the senses. You are able to become aware of something through the senses, right? You feel pain. We know that. But that doesn't mean pain is actually in the tissue or in the area where you are feeling that sensation. I Just because your back hurts, it doesn't mean some form of tissue in your back is actually injured. And the easiest way to illustrate this is with phantom limb pain. People who have had their limbs amputated, they still can and do feel pain in the limb that was amputated just as they did before it was, right? Explain that to me. Like, that's how complex it is. And like another example, the emotional distress um, associated with a stressful event or the fear of a medical procedure can amplify the perception of pain. So you may well have actual tissue damage or disturbance, but the pain is more than it should be for that amount of damage per se. Like you're stressed, you're fearful of something, so the brain senses that and, and weighs that up and will increase the amount of pain it creates, that experience, to make sure you do your due diligence and do everything you can to avoid potential further injury, right? Remember, it's actual or potential injury. It doesn't matter if you have injured yourself, it is protecting you, right? It is weighing all of these things up and thinking you need to be protected. It's a very normal and good thing to experience pain. And the problem becomes when your brain protects you too much and or too often, right? So for example, we know you shouldn't touch a cactus because that'll hurt, right? So our brain will stop us touching that cactus as much as possible. And that protection is via knowledge and beliefs and potentially past experience, like if you've touched one before. And you don't have to have pain for the brain to protect you, okay? That's one of the biggest things as well. Just because there isn't pain, it doesn't mean your brain's not protecting you, right? It can do this by changing the way you move, changing where you go, changing what you do, changing what you think, right? And if we, let's say we do touch it, we'll get pain because it's sharp and it's likely damaged our skin and some of the receptors, and maybe like deeper blood vessels and nerve endings and all these things, um, plus then the knowledge and beliefs and potentially those past experiences of what cactuses are and what they feel like, right? That's all normal. 
But if we start fearing and avoiding touching flowers or you experience pain when you touch like a sunflower, that's overprotection, right? And this is where things can get trickier. But the more you understand it, the better equipped you're going to be to make decisions around training and your life. And when you are in pain, it's not going to hold you back as much as it potentially does or could in the future. Like there are ways to train around pain. There are ways to remove pain. There are ways to decrease pain. There are ways to fix chronic pain. If you have a brain, you can train it and you can get out of pain. Pain is an experience created by the brain. We need to figure out why that brain is either overprotective, right, or it's protecting you too often, okay? So again, that was a bit of a a tangent. I'll save um, going into more depth and giving examples for another episode. But overall, you can see why pain is so important to to know about and, and actually be educated on. So my goal is to help you and everyone else understand pain better and to highlight what actually works and what doesn't work. Like it's not a bad thing, even though it may feel it like, and the majority of the time, it's not life threatening, even though it may feel it. So not a full plug, but I think it's important if you or someone you know is in pain and has struggled with it to the point that it impacts their day-to-day life or they just seem to never get better or they've quote-unquote seen everyone and nothing works, let me give you a bit of hope and tell you that they haven't just seen someone, they just haven't seen someone with an updated understanding of pain and how it actually works, right? Don't get me wrong, they've probably tried their best to help and with such good intentions, but sometimes, as they say, you can try to hammer a nail with a piece of paper all you want, but if you don't have the right tool or tools for the job, you're never going to get it done, right? So if you need a hand or want to ask any questions, simply send me a DM uh, and I can have a chat with you about it and point you in the right direction or, or give you a bit of help. And I'll be dropping another episode in the coming days that talks about uh, why you can't feel and grow your glutes. So that's going to be exciting. I did a post on it um, and uh, it got a really good response. So uh, stay tuned for that next episode. And again, if you have any suggestions or recommendations or or questions or there's something you want to learn about in the potty, um, be it someone to interview or someone to talk to or or some theme, whatever it is, let me know because this year I'm going to take it a lot more seriously. So uh, buckle up for the onslaught of potties um, because I'm back. And until next time, tell someone you love them. Hate us.